What's up, you guys? It's OTN. We're back again, and today we are going to be talking a little more about the story of Annabelle, and uh, we're going to basically analyze it from front to back, so let's get it. Okay, so the last thing that you heard from us about Annabelle was that the spirit was inhumane and it was able to communicate through the medium because it preyed on the girl's emotional vulnerabilities by pretending to be harmless and just a lost girl when, in all reality, during the seance, Donna basically allowed it permission to haunt her apartment where her and her friend Angie lived. We also introduced their friend Lou, who was attacked by the doll, um, so let's keep it going from there. Okay, so demonic spirits can do a lot if you really think about it. It aroused fear by moving the doll, physically being able to write notes and leave them around the house, the drops of blood on the doll that literally, where did they come from? Where could they have came from? Nowhere. Also, ultimately attacking Lou and leaving behind the marks on him that it did. The next stage of the infestation phenomenon would have been complete human possession. If these experiences had continued for another two or three weeks, the spirit would have completely possessed, if not harmed or killed, one or all of the occupants in the household. At the end of the investigation, the Warrens felt it was appropriate to basically have an exorcism blessing by Father Cook to cleanse the apartment, which is a very good idea in any circumstance where there is an entity involved. This is a quote from Ed Warren himself. The Episcopal Blessing of the Home is a wordy seven-page document that is distinctively positive in nature. Rather than specifically expelling evil entities from the dwelling, the emphasis is instead directed on filling the home with the power of the positive and of God. When it was done with, Donna asked the Warrens if they could take further precaution against the phenomena ever occurring in the home again. So the Warrens took the big rag doll along with them when they had left. Father Cook, although uncomfortable with his role as an exorcist, agreed to perform the seven-page rite of exorcism, a doctrine he receded throughout the apartment at which the Warrens were confident the entity would no longer reside there. So the Warrens had agreed to take the rag doll back home with them upon leaving. Ed had placed the doll in the back seat and agreed that he would not take the interstate in the event the inhuman spirit still resided within the doll. Sadly, his suspicions were all too correct in no time. The Warrens felt themselves as an object of a vicious hatred. At each dangerous curve, the car swerved and stalled with every corner, causing the power steering and brakes to fail. Repeatedly, the car merged on collision. Ed reached into the back seat into his black bag and took out a vial of holy water and literally doused the doll in it, making the sign of the cross over it as well. The disturbances stopped immediately and the Warrens then arrived home safely. After the Warrens arrived home, Ed sat the doll in a chair next to his desk. The doll levitated a number of times in the beginning, but after a little while it seemed to fall immobile. But during the ensuing weeks, it began to show up in various rooms of the house. And when the Warrens were away and had the doll locked up in the outer office building, they would often return to find it sitting comfortably upstairs in Ed's easy chair when they opened the main front door. The doll also showed a hatred for the clergyman who came to the house. In one instance, Father Jason Bradford, a Catholic exorcist, came to the house, 
Upon seeing the doll seated in the chair, he picked it up and said, You're just a rag doll, Annabelle. You can't hurt anyone. And tossed the doll back in the chair, at which point Ed, Ed told him, That's one thing you better not say. Upon leaving an hour later, Lorraine pleaded to the priest to please be careful driving and to call when he arrived home. Lorraine really was very concerned for this young priest, but he had to go on his way. A few hours later, Father Jason called Lorraine and explained that his brakes had failed as he entered a busy intersection. He was involved in a near-fatal accident destroying his vehicle. This is just one of the many events that occurred over the next few years. The Warrens had a special case built for Annabelle inside the Occult Museum, where she resides to this day. And since the case was built, Annabelle no longer appeared to move, but she is thought to be responsible for the death of a young man who came to the museum on a motorcycle with his girlfriend. The young man, after hearing Ed's account of the doll, went up and began to bang on the case, insisting that if the doll had put scratches on some other people, then he wanted to be scratched as well. Ed said to the young man, son, you need to leave, and immediately made him leave the building. On the way home, the young man and his girlfriend were laughing and almost making fun of the doll when all of a sudden he lost control of his motorcycle and they went head on into a tree. His girlfriend survived, but the young man was sadly killed instantly and the girl, she was hospitalized for over a year. When the police asked the young woman what happened, she explained that they were laughing about the doll and then lost control of the motorcycle out of nowhere. Ed Warren has always said that you do not challenge evil that is no man, because no man is more powerful than Satan. And wow, you guys, how is that for a creepy story? I mean, wow. And like, I mean, if you don't believe in the paranormal, that's fine. You know what I mean? That's you know what I mean? Some people just don't, and I feel like it's more of kind of a defense mechanism against it. Like, I don't believe in you, so you're not real. But in my complete and other life experiences, there has been so many cases of the paranormal that I have seen in front of me and been through that I can most definitely say that the paranormal is very real. And very dangerous, if I might add. I mean, I understand it could have been an accident, but... What is the real chance that they went there on a motorcycle, he made fun of the doll, his girlfriend joined in on it but didn't do it in front of Annabelle, and then all of a sudden they get into an accident probably a, like at least a, a couple minutes or even an hour after leaving? That's, that's kind of weird if you ask me. Myself, personally, I really believe that this doll, Annabelle, has some bad mojo about it and you should definitely not mess with her you should not make fun of it um it is not something that is taken lightly it seems in this entity's eyes and this entity must be very very strong if it was basically exercised and it still isn't gone that's just the weirdest thing ever i mean i wouldn't really mess with that especially how powerful it actually seems I mean, to make somebody actually die and be hospitalized for over a year, that is not something you want to mess with. And for Donna, Angie, and Lou, well, that just goes to show how easy it is to actually let an entity 
into your home without even realizing it because she thought it was just a little girl. She thought it was a little girl who wanted to take over the doll's body and basically just live with them for love and affection, but it turned out to be everything but that. And it's just insane to actually think about the fact that Lou got attacked like that. For him to feel like he's almost in like a sleep paralysis type mind state and then look down toward his feet and just see the doll moving up the bed slowly like that's some horror movie stuff <laughs> i mean i don't know you guys could believe it you guys could not believe it either way i mean i wouldn't really mess with stuff like that that's just uh that's a big no-no <laughs> i mean if you really think about it do you really think that out of all of what i just read to you guys okay first with donna Okay, and then Donna, Angie, and Lou dealing with that experience. And then Ed and Lorraine Warren dealing with that experience on the way home. And while Annabelle is staying not even in their house, but the office outside of their house. And then the, the guy and his girlfriend. I mean, you can only imagine what other stories that just haven't been told are linked to this doll, to this entity. I mean, and it's very possible that other entities are as strong as this one is too. It's very possible, but I mean, you know, that's just, you should not mess with the paranormal. It's just not, it's just not something smart to do. It really isn't. But I have to admit, the story about Annabelle is very intriguing, and I'm pretty sure there is a new movie coming out about Annabelle as well. But I mean, I don't know how much it'll actually relate to the story, but wow, I mean, and, and this Annabelle doll is still out there today in that museum, like... I mean, honestly, maybe one day we'll go visit it. Maybe one day OT and Paranormal will go there and see if we can tick Annabelle off. But I don't know if that's such a smart idea now that I'm now that I read all that. <laughs> but that's all the time we have for today. Thank you guys for listening. Let me know what you guys think. Send me a voice message or, you know, message us on Facebook. Comment on our YouTube channel. Do whatever you guys got to do. Our Facebook is OTN Space Paranormal. Our YouTube is www.youtube.com forward slash OTN Paranormal. You guys know the rest. If you don't know, go look in the description. It'll show you. And until then, OTN will see you next time. Over and out.